Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Yo, yo, what's poppin'? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Because, yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic issue more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing pastor political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Early mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on line, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. When I'm so tired of being broke, this shit get me up in my feelings. Ride through the top like I ain't got no ceiling. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'ma make it up by this bitch if it's one thing I know. Look at my daughter, that be my motivation To make it to a better destination Me falling off that shit ain't in my calculations And if it's one thing I know I'ma stand down ten toes, never fold And if I'm alone, I've always done this shit on my own So ain't nothing changed, I'm still on the same I stayed on the path, I stayed on my lane Stood up for what I believe in While most of them chasing the man that they never became Fuck all that hate shit And if I got facts and I'm stating it I grew up with nothing and when you get some in St. Louis They always try to take your shit At least they gon' try me, better not try me I'm gon' die by mine regardless My baby girl deserve an island This ain't the promised land, they promised yeah, Baby girl, look just like your mama Can't even stun it And it fucks me up every day I can't give you the family I've always wanted But I promise we gon' at least get to this money that dude ain't chasing the bad, it's just a handbag, he's stunting. And I share it if I got it, post that, make that shit public. With the same homies I started at the bottom in the mud with. No, I ain't budget. 
Then one day I hit sex up in public and it won't fuck up my budget. All my homies, they gon' be living. Won't be worried about nothing. I need to smoke or something that'll make a fall. Bitch, my blunder like a log. My people never did on their own house. Couldn't even have a dog. In the days we was going state to state. They was eating, wasn't passing me to play. That's cool, I'm fine, I'm straight. The lack of food made me hungry anyway. Red bone, pussy, wet, candy rain. That shit feel like salt for real. Came in the game, I'm overkill. Like real good business, they know the game. When I'm so tired of being broke, that shit can be up in my feelings. Right through the top like I ain't got no ceiling. Oh, 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 oh. I'ma make it up out this bitch if it's one thing I know. Look at my daughter, that be my motivation. To make it to a better destination. Me falling off that shit ain't in my calculations. If this one thing I know, I'ma stand down ten toes, never fold. And if I'm alone, I've always done this shit on my own. So ain't here straight lacking my dog stefan urkel got the motherfucking game on lock you hear me he applying pressure and making y'all weak ass niggas step your bars up you think you got it (laughs) nah nigga stop it my dog the next up and there's nothing you could do about it come on let's go look Oh, best rapper alive, these niggas retarded Glocks get these niggas 23 cause they thinking they jotted The coupe red like Jason, almighty on morphin Pull out the heat, give you a shell, turn your ass to a tortoise Trunk full of white chicks, got me thinking I'm all in Bout to entangle with your bitch, got me thinking I'm August Justin, all these diamonds in sync, so they run like a faucet Jason Tatum, body in the loose, so we dumping in Boston Pockets fat, Danny Vito, you niggas Al Pacino Paint wetter than dolphins, I call it Dan Marino New coupe in the seats, brown, I call him Nino I get these bitch niggas texts, but never had a free throw Bang. These twin fathers, my twin daughters Blood on my rim, cause your arm in it like Vince Carter Niggas hate, but been nitty king like M. Carter New knife, give you a buck fifty like six quarters Bang. Prune juice, I'm a shit starter My wrist water, why these niggas pussy like six daughters Caught him. New coupe like a cell phone. I switch charges. Coming out the game with the heat on me. These bitch warmers. My daughter three, she got young money like Miss Carter. Tom Brady, this old 40, they blitz harder. I been balling you European. I fence caught him. Eight R, give you a hundred shots. I young dolphin. Six. Let me speed it up and take it down like it's a drive-by Oh my god, my cousin crashing into you, skydive Every city in your city and maybe try, try My tie when it get like get ready, bye Devil let you come on with a side effect of fiction Put a nuke up in the city, gun, I guess I can prove what they're gonna Back it to be the one that's suffering to be ending Can nobody grind a mother for the shit to Easy to slaughter, no beat is a problem I get up, I strap on the boots and I rock them Don't fuck with no demons, I'm feeding for meaning I dream of the green man, I love with the quality I made a heathen, a lyrical massa I chop in a lesion and top it with lava They barely be breathing, I do it for honor I cut them in pieces, no roster left AK-47 RPG to get a lesson 
and I get a rep in the Lebanese cheats. Man, the murder, we don't peace. To the pressure, we go deep in the temper. Call the heavenly metal coming to sweep. But the devil, the rapper can never stop me. I'm a piece, you can settle. Come with the further because I'm finding my chest. If I got a fucking bit that ready to pop in the desert, I'm popping the fence. If I got no fucking option, I'll let up. Float up in the sand, I got a rocket made of vengeance. When they pull the trigger, they signed up for Ed. Go to my king, you ain't fucking with me. No more talking like she's sick and negative feet. You can't fathom what happened when you fuse an atom. It's nuclear matter. The proof is the data. I'm chewing and pissing and puking the chatter. Proof get they're missing, you proofing the splatter. Cause I'm the forgotten that moves in the shadows. I'm choosing, removing just spewers and doubters. Try and speak louder. I can't hear shit when I'm moving my bowels. That means I shit on you, move to a towel. I face my fears and these haters just cower. Don't put in hours, your ethos must sour. Take your advice, take an ether to shower. Y'all think I'm manic about polar dramatic, cause I think I'm murder. We all think of damage. See it come better with the rhythm, I got the balance. So make it reconsider while they live in a wreak havoc. Run up in the traffic, got a general like and I'm packing, I'm packing, I'm in the back of the cap and dashing. They don't wanna have it, my demons are getting better than chopping up in a platter, put a pattern with a branch. Moment that I come in the game is a fucking rapper, I'll be shutting my heart up with every single fucking track, and I'ma do it for the family who got shot up in the past, so don't forget it, remember the name, I'll be back. Papa was a gunner, my mama don't got a dollar, my love is sucking a shame, well nobody thought I would fossil, but now I got a new meaning, I found it when I was deep in my second nudie, I seen the future, and woke the car. I see y'all weak ass niggas still around, still here. You got them motherfucking bars up yet? Cause ain't nobody got time to be waiting on y'all niggas to figure it out because my dog Stefan done already developed the recipe and y'all bum still lost. Well, there's no time like the motherfucker pressing. So y'all ashy asses better get right and get tight. It's your boy Nico the Great, ethnic is your more. Ugh, this guy talking to Lebanon seven times. Four, five, fuck with the metal evil, Decepticon. I tried to save them, but never mind. See yellow lines, glocks get extended, they transform like Megatron. Blasphemous when they hate the guy, they catch the ride. Calvin Johnson, make them catch a bullet like Megatron. If they don't pray what they say to God, we slay the gods. Magazines still in the clip, who wanna make a vibe? Ugh. Six! Yeah, I'ma fuck a soul tonight. I ain't really trying to go too hard. Lamar? Ain't really nothing major tonight, though. But Lamar, you know, I'm gonna do too much. Feed the bed and bustin' ass like. I ain't doing too much tonight, I'm giving her semi pipe. But Lamar, bitch, I'ma give her all of it. Bring her around the rose, dog. These niggas keep falling down. Ashes on my Saint Laurent. Ashley keep on calling now. Ashley, begin to aggravate. Found my way in this shit, young nigga, gonna activate. Everybody was running from me cause I was pissed the bang too much I turned down on my thug and they cross-examinating too much The court they still got boring now I don't like orange now I like peach She say bleep I don't eat sweets Pussy sour Trying to catch Rick Ross on the reaches Nigga out of dating bro Call that A you know that I ain't fucking with no peons Call that A you know that I ain't fucking with no cows I pulled up on them bite at the Met Gala yeah, I was just selling these white nigga how Ain't doing too much tonight, I'm zip back zooming low I'ma kill her if she cheat, cause that's a stupid hoe Ain't doing too much tonight, I'm giving her semi-pipe But I'm all up I'ma give her all of it <laughs> Ain't doing too much tonight, I'm giving her semi-pipe but the more I'm been, I'ma give her all of it. Bring around the rose of dog. These niggas keep falling down. Ashes on my side and run. Ashley keep on calling out. Don't suck my dick too fast, I'm like no motor mouth. The krill grand and marble bit all around. The bitch got my heart, but I ain't weak for pussy. Got a sniper around the rose, nigga, in your bushes. Yeah, I told her I ain't fucking with her, she don't tap my name on it. Mm. I told her nigga, bitch, don't tie my name in it. Mm. Just ball the brain, don't bout to put some days on it. Yeah, she looking at me, she can 
tell I got some pain in me. I was standing in the rain, I'm selling nicks and nines. Just bought my mama chain, her shit big as mine. I ain't doing too much tonight, tomorrow I'm super turned. He done hit that hole with no condom, now the homie burned. I ain't doing too much tonight, I'm giving her semi pipe. But the more I'm bit, I'ma give her all of it. I'm bad at nigga before when I was on house arrest. Facts. Before you come to my house, gotta take a corona test. Yeah. I ain't doing too much tonight, I'm giving her semi pipe. But the more I bit, I'ma give her all of it. Ring around the rose of dog. These niggas keep falling down. Ashes on my side and run. Ashley keep on calling them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ring around the rose, but I don't play with cherry, nigga. Yeah. We can do some razzle dazzle right now with our microphone set up, and we gonna get this taken care of. It's your boy Nico the Great, Ethnic Issue More, episode seventy one. We legendary baby. I gotta shout out my my wonderful guest in the building. I got my guy Stephon in the building. Man, I got my bro Nando pulled back up on me. We got another. Oh, my camera be out here flying, man. Yeah, I just kept on talking just in case it was a show like that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Say, ain't having trouble connecting. Same way, how you on stage? I got good service. Why my shit ain't working always? So, posted. That's cool. Shit happens sometimes. You got to maneuver, finagle, do your razzle dazzle, whatever that comes with. That's my favorite. That's my favorite phrase. My razzle dazzle. But y'all already know it's your boy Nico the Great. Man, I got the homie Darian STL coming on later. We got an OG coming in the building just a little bit later. Sid Uncle Jams Johnson. Many people wouldn't know him. I actually didn't know who he was until I got presented with the opportunity to interview him. Look him up. I mean, he's in the Soul Hall of Fame. He got a Grammy for uh, his part in We Belong Together with Mariah Carey. So he, uh, he like babyface, best friend, good friend. They was in a group. The first group Babyface was in that started when they was like 15, maybe wow. Babyface was 15, he was a group called Manchild. So he had something to do with that as well. So, oh yeah, bro, you have to pull up a chair because my co-host pull up, that'll be in my chair. So you can pull up one to that mic on But look, y'all, you got to keep that thing rolling. So they going to come in. Actually, we got our first guest popping on the feed right now. Let me get everything set up. We got Uncle Jams in the building. Give me one second. Oh. oh, let me see. Make sure I get you in. Oh, where you go? Where you go? Let me bring you in. Add the stream. And we in here. Good evening, sir. Can you can you hear me good? Are you are you on mute? Let me see. Oh, do that uh, microphone for me. Do that. Hey. Say something for me, sir, so I can see if I can hear you. 
Mic check, mic check. There we go, there we go, y'all. We gonna, we gonna clap it up. Mr. Sid, Uncle Jazz. Jazz, how you doing this evening, sir? Let's see if I can get you a little louder. Okay. Uh, on my end, because uh, you're faint to me. Can you hear me better now? Mic check, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you better now than I've got headphones on for some what? reason. <laughs> Wonderful. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing. Um, I've been in Atlanta for nine days and uh, eating a variety of foods and having a very strenuous schedule. I think it gave me a bit of a stomach virus, but oh, no. uh, I'm now better. So, uh, hey, and rock and roll, we have to keep it going, you know? Hey, I heard that. I'm glad to hear you're doing better. So, for those who may not know anything about you, your contributions to music, can you just give us a little brief synopsis of who you are and everything that you've done? Wow. You would put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the music business seriously since the late 70s, if you will. The first group I managed was a group called Manchild based out of my hometown of Indianapolis, Indiana. And in that group was uh, Kenny Babyface Edmund, Carol Simmons, Reggie Griffin. They are, they've all gone on to various levels of fame and uh, accomplishment. From that point on, I started writing songs and dabbling back then, and I have gone on to be a part of songs that have been done on people like Midnight Star of the Deal, Usher, Mariah Carey, The Game, Wise, Next, uh, wow, it's just so many, I can't even remember them all off the top of my head. I also produced an album on the late Brian Banks, who was one of the singers of the veteran R&B group, The Dramatics. Okay. Uh, last year I was inducted into the Soul Music Hall of Fame as a songwriter. I was very pleased with that. Uh, achieved Billboard Awards, Grammy Awards, BMI Awards, uh, about to go to Platinum Records. I have my own label, an independent label called Feedback, M-E-C-A-P. I have 14 artists on that label. So I'm really very well into the music game. It's what I do. Okay, I, I see that. I, you know, I've got to read all that wonderful stuff as well. So I definitely thought that was amazing. So, I mean, like, how did you end up getting started in the music industry? I was bitten by the bug called the Beatles when I saw them as a little boy on the Ed Sullivan show. And I was so taken aback by the crowd's reaction to them that I thought, gosh, this is exciting. I want to, I want to be down with this in some kind of fashion, shape, or form. So I started dabbling at being a singer in rock and roll bands. I used to, that's what I used to do. And at some point, I started studying a lot about the music business because the music business, the, the music game has three components. There's the music, there's the music business, and there's the music industry. And in order to be successful, you need to understand all three of them. So I started to really study the business part of it and recognize the impact that the industry has on the music. So I'm sort of really involved with all three. So I would say the Beatles were the chief influence to make me want to be in the thing. And uh, 
it just grew from there. Okay, that's, that's dope. I mean, of course, the Beatles were in my era. I definitely got to listen to them a little bit, you know, every from here and there from the music that I did come across. So, I mean, with you saying these, these multiple components that you have to learn and understand to kind of navigate your way through business, what are some big differences that you notice in the music industry now as opposed to back then? The music is less important nowadays. It doesn't matter how much talent you have or how many skills you have as a rapper or anything. It's kind of all like smoke and mirrors. People are now interested in algorithms. They want to look at your followers and that kind of a thing. The record labels want you to already be there. Now, I'm talking about three major labels. They want you to already have it going on so they don't have to spend a lot of money to try to get you to have it going on because they know that records are not selling. When I say records, I mean any kind of way that you know you get access to these. It's a streaming game now, and I hate that because I grew up when physical sales were very, very important. So no longer is it about the talent. It's about the gimmicks. It's about smoke and mirrors. It's about tricking people. You know, actually in the world of rap, it seems like the more felonies you have, the more happening you are. You know, you can make headlines with uh, shooting at people or jacking somebody for something. You know, everybody's like, oh, he's got street cred, you know. Uh, where did they do that? You know, when Barry Gordy had Motown happening, all of, all of his artists went to grooming school. He taught them how to walk and talk and do interviews how to dress when they went out in public. Now that's all gone out the window. You, you can't tell the performer from the regular people anymore. They just walk out on stage with whatever they have on and just do what they do and collect their little papers and they're gone. I, I don't like that. I, I like it when people put on a show, they entertain people, and you can separate the, the wheat from the shack, if you will. I agree. I agree, especially I'm big on because I got to grow up in the buying CDs and being thirsty for, for Friday releases, saving up lunch money, going to buy the next album that I enjoy. And I hate now, it's a lot of people that all you need either is a good beat, you don't have to talk about anything, or use the social media platform. So you got your, your TikToks, your Instagram, Instagram Reels. If you can make something, get enough followers on there, your song can can go far. And my key example to that is uh, it's a rapper named Spotem Gotta. He got the beatbox song. He's made like five, six renditions of this one song. And I was like, the bad part about this is, and I feel like he knows it as well. It's gonna be so hard to top that next that song just because of how it went through on social media. Social media carried that song. He had no idea. Of course, every song you make, you think is gonna be a great song. But I'm pretty sure he had no idea somebody was going to make a video and then it was going to take off like that. So now you got this expectation to live up to that. And then you got people like that that's kind of shining out those who are actually talented. That put their time into their music, put the time into their craft. Do they, they got perfect stage performance. Like they, they practice for this. And so I agree with you on that, that it's kind of leading more into that realm versus how it used to be. Yeah, many of these people that are, are beginning people, they're one and done. You know, like Lil Nas X, you know, and this is no shade, none whatsoever. I applaud his success. 
I applaud his boldness in being who he is because he's given a voice to millions of people around the world. But he will never top Old Town Road. So, he, you know, that's the biggest record in the history of the world. He just can't top it. So I think what he's done is he's tried to manipulate the game by being a social media icon and doing all other sorts of things to keep attention on him because he doesn't have that record anymore that could even come anywhere near Old Town Road. When you put something together like that, it's very difficult. Then I look at Megan Thee Stallion. She has, she's taken what Nicki Minaj and Cardi B did, and she created a whole new wave of them girls in the rap game wanting to be like Megan Thee Stallion. And so then that sort of played out. You know, every time there's a hot trend of something, you find other people following it, then it fizzles out because the attention span of what we call the urban music loving audience, they move on to next real quick if it doesn't have staying power, you know, and that's that's what's tragic with our young people. Many of our young people are in the they're in the moment rather than anything about the history. Like one time I was dealing with a male singer and I asked him about Sam Cook and he had never heard of Sam Cook. And I'm like, how do you be an R and female singer if you don't know who Sam Cook is? I talked to a young lady who was a female singer and I said, Who's the Queen of Soul? She said, Hey Michelle. I'm just like, you know, you've got to know your history, you've got to know where you've been in order to have any idea of where you're going. <laughs> no, I agree with that. And, and it's funny you bring up the Little Nas X um, scenario because I literally said that to my girlfriend today. And, and Spot Him Got Him was how we came up with it. I'm like, his first song, he had no idea it would do that. And then he right. got to the point where what made it go is when you could get kids to like it. Now that means they're going to make their parents buy into it. So now you got that whole wave of it. So once he had to start making other, his other songs out there haven't been horrible. But it'll never live up to that. You have the number one song ever. Like, your first song, just trying it out. I mean, you never heard anything else from Lil Nas X before that. And your first song becomes the number one song. So now that the gimmicks wearing off, he more into himself. He tried to use the, well, I didn't tell your kids to listen to me. But I'm like, but you was going to schools performing this song for kids. So you use the gimmick of kids to further that, but now you're moving into the realm where you got to do what you got to do to further yourself. Now it's well, I didn't tell your kids to listen to me. But you're not giving the money back then. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's just like you, of course you don't have to say that that was your anchor. I'm pretty sure, you listen to the song, it definitely wasn't made for kids, but they found a way, once you take out the bad words to it, this can become a kid song. It had a kid jingle to it. Any kid, my right. son don't even listen to music like that, but he knew that song. So that's the time. It was very, it was very catchy. That's it's exactly. like the song by the weekend called uh, "I Can't Feel My Face." I think that's the correct mm -hmm. title of it. I was not aware what that song was about until an industry icon told me what they said. You know what he's talking about? I said, "No, I don't." When they told me what he was talking about, I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it's like that song was number one on the pop charts, and kids were loving it, and. I think he's talking about he can't fill his face better because he had so much cocaine ingested in it. Like, really, nobody's thinking you know, Because that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. I'm like, you're a grown man. Why you can't feel your face? I'm like, oh, drugs. 
But of course, the way, all you got to do is market it. The video's not going to show drugs. We're not going to talk about drugs are associated with this. Kids have no idea why he can't feel his face. They parents right. know, but their parents know this going to keep them quiet for a little bit. So let me buy into it as well to keep you out of my business for a little while and, and do what I need to do. I was listening to a song today while I was thinking about some of the problems that the Rolling Stones had with censorship. I was listening to their song called Let's Spend the Night Together. And I think they did that on Ed Sullivan one time and they had to change it to Let's Spend Some Time Together. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like nowadays they could do Let's Spend the Night Together and nobody would say anything because it's just like all bets are off. Uh, I remember the problems that Elvis Presley had when he was on TV. They didn't want to show him swiveling his hips so they aim up. But now you have Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B putting on an all-out freak fest at the Grammy. You know, a lot of people had problems with that. But I don't have a problem with it in the sense that they're not nuns. What did you expect Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B to do? I mean, you know, it's art, it's their art, that's their lane, that's not my thing, but I don't expect them to do anything other than who and what they are. You know, uh, I, for the people that don't like it, then turn away, don't watch it. You know, it's just, that's, that's a simple solution to think, like, I don't allow explicit music on my label. Which none of the artists can have a parental advisory sticker. We stopped that in 2014, and that policy is not going to change. I do not hate on the people that do that. That's just not my thing. Because I want everybody to be able to listen to our music, from kids to senior citizens and everybody in between. I don't want anybody to have to go, oh my God, that was terrible. He said the N-word or he said a bad word. Now, you're not going to hear that on me, Kathy. We don't do that. Okay. How many, uh, I mean, with your label, did you start it in 2014 or was it founded before then? I actually started kicking it off in 2009. And I officially started in 2010, so we're a little bit past our 10-year anniversary. And I have 14 acts on my label, or maybe 15 acts on my label. I want to give them all a shout-out right now because oh, probably many of them are listening. And if I don't give them a shout-out, they're going to be mad at Uncle Jam. So I want to say hello to 12, to KB the Monster, to Quasi, to Sasse, Stars of the Bazaar, Damon Curl. DJ Prodigy, Kelsey Marie, Dave Depp, Namanje, Nutbush, Storm, T Hill, Malik Pro, and Orchestra. And to my board of directors and production partners, Guy Westmoreland, Eric Bobo, Rob Pitts, Tommy Henderson. For all the people that help us make the wonderful sounds like David Edge Posey, we appreciate you very much. And to all of our supporters, much love as well. Because without you, we would be nothing because it takes people to like the music that we put out. I agree. Shout out, shout out to all of them. So, with you being, you know, one thing you said that you are a Grammy Award winner, I did read, read that you had a part in the song We Belong Together with Mariah Carey. So, how, how did that all come about? Well, Mariah Carey used some elements of the song two occasions and we belong together. And I remember going to my P.O. box 
and receiving this wonderful letter from Billboard magazine and it said congratulations on having your number one song on the Hot 100. And like, I hadn't been following the Billboard to know the progression of the song, so when I saw that, because I used to have a subscription to Billboard, when I raised the prices, <laughs> that kind of changed. I was like, eh, I don't have to go for it every week. I'll get it every so often. When I saw that, I got excited. Then when they sent me my awards, I was really excited. So then I finally got to beat the riot at the BMI award. And uh, yeah, for all you people that are fans of me, I got a good nice kiss from her. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you the man. You the man. So you said it was a. She used a sample of a song called Two Occasions? Well, she didn't really sample it. She used part of the lyrics and okay. the melody, you know, uh, which people call an interpolation. So whenever you do that in a song, you have to credit the people that were part of the original song. Next did that in their song, I Still Love You. Flies and Ashanti did it in their song, Wanted, Needed. The game did it in his song, One Night. Those are the ones that I can think of off the top of the bat. So for, for, for what you said that she did with your song, is that a song that you wrote or a song that like you actually recorded and made yourself? You talked about We Belong Together? Well, no, the, the part, whatever she... Yeah, right, yeah, absolutely. Okay. When you're a part, when you're a writer on a tune, the entire tune becomes the property of the people that write it. Okay. You all are a part of the copyright. So that's very important. Then when somebody wants to use your tune, they have to reach out to you, whether they want to do it on a TV show, or they want to do a soundtrack, or they want to do an interpolation, or use a sample. But I've been lucky in my career that several things have been sampled or have been interpolated. Like I remember with Flies and Ashanti, did what they did with two occasions on one that needed. When I went to my PO box and received the check for seven grand for a oh. ringtone, I almost passed out. I'm like, a ringtone? Are you serious? Okay, yeah. Let it ring, let it ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. So, I mean, what is next for Uncle Jams? What's next for the label and everything you got going on? Well, like I said, we were just in Atlanta for nine days and I think six of our acts did music videos down there. One of my favorite videographers, he's from my hometown of Indianapolis, he's now moved to Atlanta. So I told everybody, hey, Atlanta's gonna be our home base for nine days because we're gonna go down there and do business with him. So everybody has new music coming out. Some people are dropping at the end of this month and other people are dropping in July. So we have a bunch of new music and we have new music videos. And I think this music that's getting ready to come out is some of the hottest music we've ever had come out on my lake. I'm really, really impressed with it. And I'm looking forward to hopefully this fall, if not next year, trying to put on a showcase, maybe in a couple of cities. I just think that people have to recognize the pandemic is not over, even though the numbers are going down. We may be turning the corner slightly, but it's still a serious matter. So we have to proceed with caution, and we just can't do all of the big things that we'd like to do. 
though I'm vaccinated, I still wear my mask and because I don't know what the person next to me has done. Um, and then I'm not sure about these variants that are taking over in other countries and causing problems. So until we just get to a point where it seems like it's totally cool, I don't want to get too ahead of the game. You know, if they want to be cautious. That's kind of where that is. Going to do more of these type of interviews. I have my own uh, interview platform I do on Instagram every so often called One on One with Uncle Jams, where I interview various people. And then my artists are going to be doing interviews when their records come out. So that's kind of where we are right now. Okay, well, hey, you got my email, so definitely let me know when those artists come out. You know, I appreciate you for you know allowing me to interview on this platform. So you can definitely sure. send any music, hit me up about any interviews. I'll definitely set them up. Right. Absolutely. No problem at all. Now, you're based in St. Louis, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, our show is in one St. Louis. One of my artists is in St. Louis. One of my uh, female artist, Namanje. She, she's based out of St. Louis okay. right now. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, tell her to tap in with me. We could definitely bring her on the show, have her come in and talk about the new music and videos that she got coming out. We will definitely do that. She's, she's somebody that would be a very colorful and interesting character to have on your show. That's what she's, I would love. She's one of a guy, trust me. That's what I would love. So, so Uncle Jeff, where can people find information about you, find information about the label and all the artists that you got dropping music? I am available via these social media platforms. On Instagram, I'm Uncle Jams with an underscore after the C. That's U-N-C-L-E-J-A-M-Z underscore. I have a Facebook page, Uncle Jams. There's no underscores. U-N-C-L-E-J-A-M-Z. We have a Facebook Meetup music page, M-E-C-A-P music on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm just Uncle Jams with no underscore. And we have a YouTube channel for all of our videos called MeCap Music, M-E-C-A-P-M-U-S-I-C. And that's how you can keep up with us, find out what's going on. Okay. Well, I want to talk it up to you. I appreciate you taking the time out your busy schedule to, you know, talk to me here at Ethnic Issue More. And definitely let your artists know I would love to get in contact with them to bring them on the show as well. No problem at all. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate you. Let the music play. And big me cap. Yes, indeed. All, all right. right. So Thank have you a so great much. Evening. Peace and salute. All right. Y'all heard that, man. We're going to clap it up one more time for Sid, Uncle John Johnson, for bringing that knowledge. I love talking to our old school music people. He's been around. Like he said, he was in a group. He managed a group called Manchild. They had Babyface when he was like 15. Y'all know where Babyface is at now. Right. So that's just dope to know that he was a part of that breeding and grooming that, yeah. you know, in, in the music industry. So look, y'all, we're going to go on a quick commercial break. We're going to come back. I'm going to drop y'all off with that numerology corner and, and the black sports players that start with the number 71. And then we should have Darian STL popping in today. It is your boy, Nico the Great, Ethnic Ishimura, episode 71. Legendary, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
dropping up on Blanco page. Hey, you should just give up. Man, fuck that shit. They sweet as minute, man. Yeah, I pull up in it. Fuck your feelings. That shit made his stomach ache. My shooters got some sticks on them. Don't want to hear my drummers play. Yo, bitch, treat my dick like one a day. Yeah, she had fun today. Oh, white boy, how is me in the city? Bitch, it's not one to name. I bust the doors down. Look up at the game. Look where we gonna aim. And no, I'm not no shooter, but one calling bitch. Stay on your brain. My life got me deranged. I'm fucked. I just ain't been the same. Coming from my city, St. Louis, we get a lot of pain. She used to curb me at high school. Now, bitch, I bet a lot done changed. You ever come back home to your mama's crib and the locks done changed? Open up a business or something. Get your money up. Supposed to be your homie or something. You acting funny, bruh. Once I fucking make it, don't hit me up on that love me stuff. Cause bitch, you wasn't with me at the bottom when we was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, ride with me. Walk on like a hickey. Shooter got the blicky. Did his ass like Ricky. I'm still from St. Louis, bitch. Don't act like I'm just friendly. But whenever the police pull up, I turn my voice on Jeffrey. No, Mr. Officer, I'm not comprehending. I just know my bitch get wetter when she asks me what I'm spending. I'm driving through my city, making moves and them connections. So I'm sorry, bitch. I don't got time to drive you back to Jennings. Bitch, bitch, I'm on now. You cannot go home now. Turning up my city till they put me on the throne now. They say that boy classic, you deserve to get it shown now. Really independent, yeah, he did it on his own now. Plus on plus, we blow down. Please do not get blown down. Shit can get dangerous when you riding through my hometown. Had to cut a lot of people, so I move alone now. Praying on St. Louis, keep the devil from our souls now. Turn the Cooper to a new Bugatti In Toronto sending shots Nigga Kyle Lowry Tomorrow ain't promise But we don't think about it In the hood playing Tetris Cause we stacking bodies Inside peanut butter Call it Reese's Pieces Where I'm from They just kill you They don't need a reason Best rapper alive Fuck who don't believe it Whoever told them I lied They better talk to Jesus Lord, please forgive me for my ways Cause I've been thinking with this knife That I should split them Johnny Cage Call me Kells the zookeeper Yeah, these bitches know my name I heard fucking with these cookers That like niggas, that's my age I, I do it all for something Never do for nothing And my whole team special Like we did the punting In the all-white coupe I'm sitting in the onion Leg shot, knee injured Like the Marcus Cousins you niggas can't fuck with me, but I can fuck your girl and make her come for me. Remember that, Weezy F, baby, paying homage. Remember that, chopper full of shells, make an omelet. This trigger bless. Some are on the way, some are on the way. Some are on the way, some are on the way. These niggas in the way, these bitches in the way. You hosting, give a fuck, then don't give a fuck today. Some are on the way, some are on the way. Some are on the way, some are on the way. These niggas in the way, these bitches in the way You hoes then give a fuck, then don't give a fuck today Ugh. 
New niggas, I hate y'all. Coops wall, black by the pool. That's an eight ball. Push the start, see no key. We call it Ray Charles. Silencer, gun no ring. That's a delayed call. Was writers block, no pen and pad. The writers stop. Bitches play games, no Xbox. I'm Sonic Fox. I'm old school like Pam and Gina and Nike Shocks. The clip longer than Kirk Franklin. The quiet stop. I'm in Dubai in the Mayweather. Who like the box? It keep the clutch like 98. This Michael shot. This guy. Will, no Jada Kiss, who like the locks? You ride the wave, we say fuck the wave, the title dropped. <laughs> you niggas can't fuck with me, but I can fuck your girl and make her come for me. Remember that, Weezy F, baby, paying homage. Remember that, chopper full of shells, make her omelet. This trigger black. Some are on the way, some are on the way. Some are on the way, some are on the way. These niggas in the way, these bitches in the way. You hosting, give a fuck, then don't give a fuck today. Some are on the way, some are on the way. Some are on the way, some are on the way. These niggas in the way, these bitches in the way. You hosting, give a fuck, then don't give a fuck today. Just now tuning in, we back with episode 71, Ethnic Issue More Legendary. We want to shout out again. I'm gonna get my DJ here, see Uncle James Johnson. For those that's truly that likes the music industry for how it was back in the day, for those that's that's in the music industry that actually pours their heart into the music, that was the interview for you. He was a it's an OG man from back in the day, he used to manage a group called Manchild with Babyface when he was like 15, 16. Like that's that's crazy. To know, especially to know who Babyface is today. Yeah. I would have never known that if I didn't get that interview. Shout out to uh, Adam Murphy, Midwest Mixtapes, for setting that up. He hit me up about that. Like, hey, man, I got an OG that I love to talk to some people in the loop. I instantly took it, put that in play. And so, for those, so I mean, if y'all just tuned in, if y'all kind of heard that convo, we was kind of talking about it where y'all couldn't hear us. How music today is completely different than back in the day. Now, you don't really have to have no talent. Whatsoever to put out no song, all you gotta do is wake up and be like, "Fuck it." And the crazy part is, <laughs> and literally, you just gotta wake up and say, "Fuck it." Don't make your song go wrong. But when you got platforms like SoundCloud, when you got shit like DistroKid, hell, my theme song, I get paid from that. I, 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 don't, I ain't even on it. I can upload it to DistroKid. So all you need to be able is to record your shit. I got GarageBand on here. I can buy a microphone. I can make a fucking track. Yeah. And do it got to be good? No. But long as all you gotta do is get somebody to catch it, or if you don't know if your song, if you know the beat is fire, get it on TikTok. Yeah. Get it on Instagram. They got these people that dance, do all type of shit. Pay them a hundred, hundred fifty dollars to do a dance video to your song and watch how the motherfucker take off. Right. But I appreciate lyricists. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I done heard you rap on tracks with him. I appreciate you because y'all take time for y'all craft. Right. Everybody don't do that. That's why it's refreshing when you get a new age rapper that blow up, and you hear that song, you like, 
Nigga spit. <laughs> okay. Like you, you happy to hear? And there's some people that that low key spit subtly. Like I don't even know the name. Really, no names. But it's some. You get your trap rappers that they they boxed into that label because of the music mm-hmm. that they make. But if you actually took the time to break down what they said, then the motherfucker spitting. But I don't got time to always break down your entire song to find out if you had any substance in it. I should be able to first take. Uh-huh. If I don't hear nothing that make my face squinch up uh-huh. and want to replay it, I like a song where I get a minute in. I got a replay. Just the track I'm on with you, I know, I know your part. Just because I've heard it so many times before I even was a part of it. Uh-huh. And I just like hearing people talk good shit and, and got the delivery. That's really what it is, is delivery. A lot of these artists got them two-minute songs now because they don't have no true delivery. After a minute, they know a motherfucker not going to hear a second verse. Uh, if you don't got bars enough for the first verse, how the fuck I want to hear you talk about a second verse? Yeah, suffer. That's Birdman. Look, <laughs> sh- look, shout out to Birdman, though, because he just put out a new song Bad with one of my favorite verse. artists, Roddy Rich. Yeah, it's, it's Birdman, Roddy Rich, and Lil Wayne feature. I fucks with Roddy Rich. Roddy yeah, Rich got a sound that's just like unique. So at first I didn't know Bird was from Cali when mm-hmm. I first heard him, but I haven't heard a song like his voice on the song is like, all right, y'all paid that nigga because you know he gonna carry your song to where it need to be. Because oh, yeah. outside of that, I blank out everybody else. Here. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne is at the point now where you blank out his shit because he just rapping. Mm-hmm. It ain't too many songs where you hear Wayne in present day rapping where you be like, that nigga Wayne just got off. Yeah, like, and it make me crazy. sad. Because I remember when I was going to school downtown Chicago, walking uh, three, four blocks to the Target to buy the Carter 3. I did everything to the fucking Carter 3 uh, when it came out. I remember purchasing the Carter 2, like where he actually cared about his shit. Mm-hmm. It seemed like some people get to a certain level, they don't care. But I think it's just because he constantly put out music. Yeah. When you got people like Cole, Kendrick, who going to make you wait. But when you hear it, Oh, it's, it's, you ready for yeah. it? You ready to, to, to soak that in? Where you gotta, you may not catch it your first time around, but that second time where you give a listen, you like, right, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, how do y'all feel? If y'all actually do music, so I mean, what is y'all take on that as well? I, f- I feel like it makes it way harder for an actual person that's an actual artist and it was actually born. To do this, it makes it hard for them with people out here just accepting anything and let the labels know that, oh, we ain't gotta get him. He got actual talent. We just bring somebody in with an image and we'll give him a, a catchy beat. And we got 10 writers in here. So whatever they put together with what sounds best, we'll just let them put that on there. That's horrible, bro. That's horrible. And OG said that he was like, so, now labels get to the point where because of social media, they want you to come where you already popping. So now all we got to do is just put you in a, a quality studio mm-hmm. with quality engineers, give you quality producers, mm-hmm. and we're going to make the bag off you that we need. That's why I love people who go independent and make their way, like niggas like Chance the Rapper, like yeah. Soldier Boy when he first came out. Well, right. He blew before he ended up signing like Jive and all of that shit to actually take off because mm-hmm. he knew his, his following could only go so far. Mm-hmm. But he proved you don't need no major backing to become somebody. He, and that's why he stand tall on that. I'm the first, and I stand behind the nigga. Because she, he was the first person I remember, big T-shirts in the middle of his like, living room in the country, making music to where they had no choice but to fuck with Right, him. yeah. Yep. See, that's facts. my thing is, you know what I'm saying, like, I mean, even back in the day, you know what I'm saying, we had that, 
you know, that, that whatever music, uh -huh. you know, but it was an even balance. Yeah. You had the it's spitters so over here making yep. just as much hits as the motherfuckers that didn't, that wasn't spitting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, it's easier for the game to be oversaturated with the nine spitters versus the spitters. Because mm -hmm. they keep dropping catchy songs, you know what I'm saying? And for a motherfucker to sit there and have to think, like, listening to Griselda, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas come. You know? You see that? You know? But he like motherfuckers that spit. You go ask somebody who favorite rapper is, like, Lil Durk or somebody, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like... Because niggas don't care for everybody. And, and I realize that everybody don't care about... Yeah. What a motherfucker got to say right. while rapping. Because yeah. I had, but, and that's for people who actually like rap. Like, yeah. I like niggas with lyrics, but it's certain times I ain't really trying to hear niggas spit no bars right now. Right. I just want to turn right. up. Yeah. But you got your, that's what I call mood music. Mm -hmm. I use this because I know I'm going to go party. Somebody, right. Kendrick not going to get me right for a party. Yeah. I ain't going to listen to the Migos. I ain't going to listen to Baby and mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get the same feel. But I'm not trying to internalize what that nigga say. Even though it is certain times where I broke down what they said. Yeah. Like, oh, nigga actually had a bar right here, but mm -hmm. you so masked in the mumble rapping group that I'm not even taking heed to what you're saying because I don't think you even trying to put out no bars. It kind of depends, too, because it's like even with me going with my music, I feel like I give it a balance. Like, for real, I, I feel like I give the, the bars with the cadence that would make younger people yeah. you know want to listen to it yeah. still because there, there are some artists that are just you know like after a while you be like uh they bar you get you get, get dull with it but they they but they not good at a great cadence they just good at spinning bars and you know you got them other people that's just good at making catchy songs like we do have artists out here that do got balance mm -hmm. so i feel like i'm one of the ones that do have balance so you got like I, oh, this heavy with bars, then it might be another one where like you got a, like a good cadence to it, to where you can still you know party and uh, dance sure. to it. Right. Just that the bars just ain't all the way bubblegum. Yeah. And I feel like Jay Z didn't done that. I feel yeah, like I feel like example, I feel like right? Wayne has yeah. in his career mm -hmm. also too, to where we have had people that balance it, you know, for real. So we you gonna get them bars on her, but this catchy, but I'm still being me on the track, yes. you know, for real. So, yeah. but that's I like people to be that authentic self. If you somebody who ain't got bars and you know that. I don't knock you. If you tell me, bro, I just started rapping last year. I do this shit because it's fun. Y'all fuck with the music I make. I understand. My favorite mumble rapper is Ugly Guy. <laughs> I never heard ugly, one of his bro, songs ever in my life. Mumble rapper. Ugly. He's a thing of his own. Look, exactly. <laughs> but if you had to group him, somebody going to group him in that. But Ugly Guy is my favorite person of that realm because, mm -hmm. one, first of all, the nigga was in school, dropped out. He was in school getting a biology degree. Mm -hmm. Dropped out because he realized he could rap. Mm -hmm. He can rap good enough for people to tune in to him. Where to the point where I listen to the nigga whole album, I'm like, bro, I fucks with this dude. Mm -hmm. Like, and it ain't that he not some songs he actually spit. If you broke it down and said it to yourself, you be like, because he got a song called Bumps and Bruises. He got a mixtape or an album called Bumps and Bruises. The main song interlude is called Bumps and Bruises. If you actually said that shit out, that nigga that spit a whole motherfucking thing on there. I was like. That nigga talking something. But I also, he ain't somebody where I'm going to be like, people that, it's people out here that that's their favorite rapper. Right. So I can't expect them <laughs> to want to sit in the car with me and listen to a Cole album. Because they used to people like Ugly Guy. They used to people like Future. They used to people in that realm yeah. to where this is the only listen to Turner music or trap music to where you get somebody that's spitting some real shit where I got a, them type of beat selections where motherfuckers like, they don't enjoy it the same way you do. I can go through a Cole album and I can get my stink face every few songs or something I hear, mm. or I can play it back like, 
I feel like the most person that's getting there relatable to where it's the music younger kids gonna listen to and still spin bars is Smino. Mm-hmm. Because he got the melodic flow where people you gonna listen to that because it's different, but that nigga actually be spitting. But he got the the way his music is structured, a younger generation because shit he what 2012 graduate, like a younger generation gonna fuck with the type of music he got more upbeat, turn up. If you you a smoker, you like you in the psychedelic that type of shit. He got music for that, but he gonna leave you with some. Like, damn, bro, this nigga actually saying some shit. And it's just, his wordplay is crap. He's got a lot of double, triple entendres uh-huh. in some word. And that's a big thing for me because I like battle rap. Mm-hmm. I like hearing somebody say something. And then I be like, bro, that, that's probably what they meant. But it's more than likely they could have meant this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it's, that's where the substance come in. You, sure. Stallone, bro. I listen to a hell of a time. I be like, bro, this nigga fucking spit. Yeah. Like, when you listen to it, I'm like, bro, this nigga spit yeah. you. My fucking bad habit, Summer Snow. Like, I'm like, yeah, Summer Snow, my shit. So, you just let me listen to the other day with uh, both of y'all. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. Then you came in. I'm like, okay, these niggas rapping. Yeah. But that's the type of shit that, that amped me up. That's the type of shit you anticipate. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit we got from motherfuckers like 3K. Like, where to now? That nigga probably never make another song. But you gonna sit on edge and wait for in yeah. case he may drop a song. In case he may yeah. drop a feature. Because that shit gonna go. Whoever get that up out of him, mm-hmm. number one, top ten song. It's easy. Because his fans win. Easy because his mm-hmm. fans are going to make wait. it that. They but wait. he got the fans that we're doing it based off of the substance he's given us over the years. We're not doing it off of a social media craze. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it off you blowing up on TikTok or no shit like that. It's just because you put enough work in to where, nigga, you can take 10 years off. And you drop out something on that 11th year, mm-hmm. it's just like I was back 10 years ago waiting on that shit. Yeah, and not like... I think lyricists have to remember in this uh in the game. And that's number one, you already got the hard part done. And just bouncing back on the Andre three or the three K thing or J. Cole or Kendrick, how people will wait years for their music. I, and I hope this is an ego boost for anybody that can actually rap and put words, not put words together, pimp words. Because that, that's what separates a lyricist from everybody else. Rappers use words. Lyricists pimp words. The catchiness, making a catchy song, that's that's easy. You got to remind yourself, most of the game can't do what you do, so you got the hard part done. And I've, I've met a few lyricists where I see them so depressed. Oh, man, I'm probably not going to make it down when I hear it. Man, stop, stop being self-loathing. Because you got to remember, yeah, the game hard, the sound that changed. But once you found, once you find your sound and you find that right producer, like, okay, in my personal life, I haven't found it like a, a A1 producer I could work with. So I was relying off YouTube beats, but I learned how to pimp them. And they was sounding like beats that you would get from Kanye or Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. So I'm more so in the headspace now where if I never find that ace producer, I'm cool. Because now I know how to go out and find my sound and I know how to pimp that yeah. and I know how to make a catchy song or give you A1 lyricism. And that's that's what people got to remember. Like, don't be self-loving. Don't be depressed about it. The game just changed. You got to learn how to adapt. Look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z is the prime example that adapt, 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 adapt. 40 adapt. years old, bro. He could put out a track tomorrow and niggas going to be thirsty for it because... Bingo. He made his name. When you got enough consistency, that's all. That's all it is. You get these one hit wonders that make a fire track, whether they was actually spitting some or not. 
But then you don't hear nothing again. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. you ain't did enough to be not putting out consistent music. Sure. But when you've been putting out shit since Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. when you've been doing all this shit, niggas hear stories about you, you freestyle battling DMX, all of that shit, and can't nobody deny the greatness Jay-Z got. Nas, all of them in that realm. Not Even though people say Nas is probably one of the worst beat pickers <laughs> in <my> history. <laughs> it's all about your perception of music. He has songs where I'll be like, this ain't the greatest beat, but he telling a story on it. Mm-hmm. He not looking for you to be to catch that. All his, he he don't make music that's meant to always be on the radio. Right, that's what it's it true. is. It's niggas true. niggas criticize his beat selection because they listen to radio beats so much. Mm-hmm. You used to hearing shit like that. Right. So it's just like motherfuckers got to figure out the type of lane they really in yeah. for real as far as music, new or old. And how they, how they really gonna do that? And the in the same way how they took it and turned into that. I mean, you could easily turn it back to something else. It ain't just because it's dead; it's gonna stay dead. It's like how you saying you got to keep that mentality and just keep pushing forward because it always can change. And I feel like, especially now, like around here and where where we at in St. Louis, it's like we kind of pushing them out the way. Like for real. So if we doing it here, I'm pretty sure it's gonna start growing other places too. Because it's like, hold up, it's a wave of people that got too much talent actually good at this. Y'all gonna have to move, like for real, or we gonna start taking y'all beats and yeah. see. That's why I said that's why we need to start. Because that's one thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring back that mixtape era for real. So you might feel like you got a great song that's that's catchy and poppy, but I'm gonna take it and show you what you should have done to it, you know, you know, for real. What? So that's why we need to bring back that mixtape era. Yeah, and he was taking the cheesy songs. They kill it for all balls. Swag, yeah, why we can't do that? Swag surfing, watch my shoes. Watch my old. Oh, watch my shoes. Look, before we get so too bad, deep into that, man, I got my other guest, <laughs> Darian STL, popping up on the building. What's good with it, bro? What up, bro? How you, you doing, man? Pleasure to see you, man. Clap it up. Five guests, our second guest tonight. We got STL. So, bro, for those who never tapped in the kind yes, of the lane you got going, the music you got going. Let our listeners and viewers know a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, just, uh, I do it all, man, when it comes to music. I can hit from the R&B range to the hip-hop range to the production tip, mixing, producing, everything, you know. Uh, I pretty much do it all when it comes to music, but when people come to my shit, you know, I always try to promote a positive message, trying to, like, you know, promote some type of message, help people come out of the area that we come from and, and, and kind of manifest something greater than, than all the negative shit that's been, you know, pushed down our throat. You know what I'm saying? So I try to, you know, just just kind of play chess with, with the with the uh with the with the chess pieces I've been given in my life. I try to play chess in the correct way and the best way to benefit the world, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And look, bro, and, and I agree with that because I play I've already played two of your tracks. Really, one of your you did. A, I did the beatbox remix, but I kicked the show off with motivation because I came across that song. Yeah. That shit fire, bro. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I just went down to Wicked Films yesterday and he shot that thing. Yeah, I seen it. That was dope. That was really yeah. Dope. Yeah, it's a blessing, man. Like everything been coming together, everything falling in place. Even Thirty D Grimy uh commenting on that shit. So hopefully we can tap in with him too. You know, just keep bridging these gaps in the city, man. But uh. But yeah, man, like really, like that's really my biggest thing. Like, you know, you know, uh, me being an R&B singer or, or a white R&B singer at that, most of the labels, they always try to push me towards the Justin Bieber direction. <laughs> well, I always understood. I was like, OK, I get it. You a business and you looking at your money. But to me, I had a deeper 
meaning for this music shit. I feel like God put me here for a reason and he showed me what I seen for a reason. So I have to, in, in a sense, I have to bring some type of knowledge, some type of, uh, I understand the power in my words and the power of music. You know what I'm saying? So I really try to, uh, what's the best word I could say? I try to capitalize that. You know what I'm saying? No, bro, I agree. And it's crazy they push you to that realm because shit, if I'm going to push you more musically R&B, especially going, if you're going to go white R&B, I'm going to go more John B. Right. But see, yeah. but see, listen yeah. though. But but see, that's the thing. When you dealing with white people that own a label and all they see is another white boy that can sing, yeah. they don't know nothing about the culture anyway. All they see is how can we make money. They don't give a fuck about longevity of the artist. They don't give a fuck about uh fixing anything from places they not from that they don't give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this music shit to them is numbers. And they look at the numbers and they say, well, pop does this. We want you to be pop because you can bring us pop money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are greedy. With me, I always told people from the jump, I was never trying to just pop off like a pop artist. I always was like, listen, I want to I wanna come up and I want to do it right. Like, I always felt like Drake did it right. Yeah. Oh, hold on, bro. Hold on, you you breaking up on me? Yeah, it's, it's bad reception out here today. Nah, they heard him talking that good stuff. It's like, hold on, let me cut him off. Yeah, <laughs> right. hold on, man. See if we bring you back in. You exposing us? Yeah, man, we have some issues, bro. I don't know because my, it brought me back on, so I don't know what's my phone messing up. Me here. Okay, you in there? Okay, you back there, bro? Yeah, say I'm in here, but yeah, though, like. You know, like, that's that's really my biggest thing. So, like, you know, when you hear, especially off my new album, you know, like, my biggest thing, man, like, when I was with the label, man, like, everything was cool, but I was just, like, they was pushing a whole bunch of regular music that didn't have no meaning to it. And really, like, the biggest thing I can say is, is I try to bring a Nipsey Tupac approach with an R&B, hip-hop-ish feel mixed together on on the new wave tip that can be appreciated to where when people hear my music, people from the hood can be like yo i know he ain't talking like he ain't saying he a gangster he ain't saying he killing nobody he ain't saying he doing none of that negative shit but i could tell that he trying to speak some type of knowledge so we don't have to go through that same the same shit the same systemical uh 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 mindset that they put us in man like i really my biggest goal is to be on that nipsey tupac lane to say yo like listen to what i'm saying we can build businesses we can work together. We can, you know what I'm saying? We don't got to sell drugs or, or, or be a basketball player or a rapper to make money. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other ways now. And I try to, you know, really preach that because now is the, now in, in this universe that we live in, we, we, we really at the perfect time to do this because while we have the power because of these phones in our hand, I tell people all the time that these phones in our hands are the equivalent of Black Wall Street. You understand? We can literally make a business and sell it to anybody all over the world and it can be whatever you want it to be you don't have to do what was only given to us before when i say us i mean anybody in the poverty systemic you get what i'm saying because that mindset of this uh of this uh what's the word what's the best way to say it uh this classism system that we live in is so is so controlled by these uh by these things that we don't even notice that we live every day by day and act like it's normal. It's really not normal. And I feel like me being from St. Louis, 
was even more to show me that because if you go to St. Louis, if you from St. Louis, you know every side of our city is damn near hood as fuck. We really get that mentality on all sides to the point to where it's like we can't escape it and we can't see another uh, blueprint. We can't see that. But when you leave to go to another city, like let's just say, for example, Kansas City, let's say you go to Walmart and people are smiling at you and they're waving, saying hello. A person from St. Louis instantly is like, that's weird as fuck. Why aren't you mugging me? Why aren't you mugging me up and down? Why? Like, it feels uncomfortable to us. I want to show people like, yo, like, really, if you come from this environment, understand that it's just the environment. You can change your environment. You can leave and then take partake in whatever energy you want to. It's up to you to do it, though. It's up to you. No, that's a fact, bro, and I'm glad you touched on that because literally our phones can't start everything. My first ever few episodes of this show, I was going Facebook Live on my yeah. phone, and I amassed between my first 10 episodes through seven on Facebook Live, three of them recorded. I got 24,000 views. That's what mm-hmm. finally turned into a podcast. Literally mm-hmm. clocking out of work at nine and pushing, I'm pushing clock out on my computer at nine, pushing the start on my live at nine at the exact same time. So I mean, we at the point now, society and technology made it to where I can really do this myself. It's, of course, that, that extra money backing is wonderful. Nobody's going to turn down extra money to help them push forward their dream. But to right. be honest, your consistency and dedication, you really don't need that. If exactly. you truly believe in somebody going to tap into it, but you get quit after a couple failures. Yeah. That's, that's the L. People fail, and then they realize, instead of being like, all right, what did I do wrong? So we can reconstruct this and make it the correct product. Or maybe I failed at pitching it to the wrong person. Let me go to yeah. somebody else. That don't mean your dream was an L. Right. That just means maybe right. who you talked to, maybe your approach. That was your L behind it. Right. So I'm definitely right. glad you touched on that. So, bro, I mean, with you, like I said, I tapped into your music to when you, you was going by Darian Saffron mm-hmm. on, on, on YouTube. And I, and I caught you on your five fingers of death on Sway in the Morning. So, I mean, mm-hmm. back to what? You know, how did your whole situation at that time with Strange Music and Tech Nine come about? Well, basically, uh, there was another artist on the label called Stevie Stone, and he's from uh, Columbia. Okay. But uh, but he was tapped in at the time I was signed. Like, if you rewind back, like I guess five years from now, I was signed to a label uh, called Notify, which uh, which was owned by Ira Dewitt, which is uh, Bill Dewitt's wife, which owns the Cardinals. Right. So they had a little label. They got genuine. They had Ronald Isley, a couple other people, but uh, they assigned me or whatever. And uh, they had brought in this uh, group of producers from St. Louis called the County Boys. That was Tom Burns, who who is an engineer up at Fat Buddha. A lot. A lot of people know Tom uh, Frizz and Rail. Now, Frizz was Stevie Stone's hype man. And we had did like four or five songs. One of the songs ended up getting to Stevie Stone and he heard it and he instantly wanted it. He was like, yo, I need this. I need to, I need you to be on the hook. So what happened was is once I was out the deal is when Strange came to buy that hook. Right. And uh, and then they instantly was like, we want to sign you. Me being young, I was actually homeless at the time. I just jumped for the I just jumped for the opportunity because I ain't had no better that I could do. I needed something. You know, I was homeless. I had no bread. I was just out here like. Bad. You know, I tell everybody, like, if you ever been homeless, there is no type of lower frequency that you could possibly feel than being homeless. 
That's the worst possible negative frequency that you could possibly have in this reality that we live in in this universe. That's the worst because we live off of a society that goes off of your bag. It goes off of your money that that relates to how happy you can be. And when you homeless, you know, you just feel like a reliability to everywhere you go. Whenever you even step in a homie house, you feel like you a problem there. Yeah. Because you just at the end of the day, you got to go somewhere and then you got to look at them like, well, I really don't got nowhere. So, you know, like I really was just ready to just sign. And, you know, looking back at it, I'm not mad. Like, I don't regret anything I did. Everything happened for a reason. I learned a lot of lessons out of the situation. But, you know, uh, I definitely, you know, to tell anybody, like, definitely make sure your paperwork is straight and make sure that you're in a situation that you feel comfortable in as a businessman, you know, because that's really what it come down to. A lot of artists don't understand, like, when you get to signing these deals, like, regardless of how good your music is, you have to really be prepared on your business level, on your business mindset to be able to be a to be a wolf in that room and say, okay, I demand that I get what I deserve and I know what I deserve and you can't make me feel no type of way about what I deserve, you know? And that's really what business in general, because now even when people come to me now, let's say they want a feature, I got to put my business hat on and be like, look, I know what I deserve. I know what I deserve. I know you want this for free, but this is what I fucking do. And I know that this is what I do. So y'all going to have to, Pay me what I'm worth. You know what I'm saying? You got to demand that shit. No, facts, bro. And look, I, I, I'll tell that to anybody. And I, I hate when I see people try to shortchange business owners or somebody based on because they cool with them. I'm like, bro, if I can't afford you, I can't afford you. And I'll tell somebody, I'm like, bro, you kind of out of my budget right now, but I fuck with what you're doing. So let me get my bread right, and then we could go from there. But I'll never try to, just like if I had a track and I wanted you on it, you told me, well, bro, it costs X amount of dollars. I can't tell you where you, well, bro, I don't, you ain't worth this amount of money. I'm going to tell another man or another person, period, what they feel they worth is. My worth is determined by what I said. Somebody's right. going to pay it if they feel like it's worth that. I mean, look, I put it like this, man. You don't go in a store. You don't go into wherever. I don't care if you go to Gucci, Zoomies, or whatever. You can't go into no store and be like, I like these shoes. But you asking for a lot. I mean, shit, I don't need... Because this not even the same quality as that. But they gonna look at you and be like, look, man, this the fucking price. Because, but you... But people like to take it and be like, oh, well, this is a major corporation, so there's not really nothing I can do. You should really look at your homies the same motherfucking way, even though they might not be giving you the same, like, the, the people got money to give you a certain quality with them big businesses. Yeah, I'll give you that. But at the same time, you gotta respect somebody's feeling of their own work. Some people feel like they work too much. Well, if that's the case, just don't spend it. But don't 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 have the the, the means of, of of downing them. You know what I'm saying? Bro, and, and I agree 100. percent People be like, oh well, this man charged me X amount of dollars. Man, don't fuck with him. He, he overpriced. He's not overpriced. He's out of your budget. You can't afford it. Because if you could afford, I mean, it, really, look at it like this. I, I said this earlier, man. I said this earlier. If your homie, if you go to your, it is the craziest thing ever. You will go to your homeboy. And ask him to front you some weed, and he'll tell you, "Nah, I can't even do it, bro. I, I gotta get. I can't do that. I can't." And you will be fine with it because you'll be like, "Oh, all right, man. All right, whatever." And you will still buy the weed. But if your homie tell you the same thing when it comes to music, when it comes to clothes, when it comes to a podcast, when it comes to anything else, <coughs> oh, I can't front you. I can't just front you, bro. Like I'm gonna need that. <coughs> now I become a problem because it's not what people are programmed to think. That we should have as businesses. People are programmed to think, oh, you a drug dealer? Oh, well, I understand, bro. That's your money. Thanks. But if you an artist or if you do this, oh, what you mean? You can't just give me that. 
what do you mean? Like this is my weed, bro. What do you what do you if that is the way I have to make it to where you comprehend it? This is my this is my pack. I can't just give you this shit. I bro, I agree. And, and it's that's one of them when it comes to that shit, it's the proof of the pudding. Like, all right, well, like if somebody hit you with that, you could be like, Well, man, you ain't well, I don't, I don't want you to do this, but bro, you could go check at your numbers that you've had mm-hmm. on YouTube. You have a video I saw that was seven hundred and fifty something thousand views mm-hmm. and all that type of shit. Can't nobody tell somebody what they worth. If you don't feel it, that's perfectly fine. I understand it. I agree. I ain't worth that to you. Yeah. Somebody else be like, well, damn, bro, you shortchanging yourself. I done mm-hmm. had people ask me to do stuff as far as a media coverage, and I'll, be, I'll say a price that's lower than I would charge somebody I didn't know because I fuck with them. They be like, right. You tripping. I'm finna give you this. Don't tell right. nobody else that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what people that actually truly believe in what you do and truly fuck with you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, you know. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, fucking up uh, when people when usually when people like bring up like, oh, you got seven hundred fifty thousand, woo woo woo, and all that. You know, I tell a lot of people this all the time. I'm like, listen, bro, like to be a hundred percent honest with you, and I'm not cocky at all. Like, I'm the most humble person like that I could possibly be. I'm humble. I'm as humble as I should be. I'll say that. I'm as humble as I should be. But when People come to me and say that I don't even bring up. Oh, I got seven hundred fifty thousand. I got millions. I done shit with tech. I don't work with Rodney Jerkins. I done did this, this, that, and third. I don't bring up none of that shit because I know at the end of the day, my work when it comes to this music shit, dog, is like this is what I fucking do. There's a reason why I do this. There's a reason why I said I'm not going to work. There's a reason why I said I said fuck that nine to five. This is my job. There's a reason because when I when it comes to me, I, I bring shit. I bring shit to the table. That I know if you come over here and you get this beat, you get this hook, you get anything, you're going to leave with a hit because this is what I do. Fuck the views. I'm that cold. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what I be telling people. Like, I could I could sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to send you five links to try to prove my point. But I have nothing to prove. If you put me on that track, you're going to get that crack. And that's just what it is. Look, bro, I feel the same way. I feel the same way about this. This mm-hmm, And you should. Book to do live media coverage for people, events. I got to do live media coverage at Nando SEL concert. So I interviewed everybody coming off the stage. It's to the point where it's like, I realize my job is deterring me from making content the way I want mm-hmm. to. So eventually, I have to ease my way out. So I can yeah. do this. Yeah. I'd rather struggle and do this, knowing this is my passion, knowing this is going to pay my bread. I gave myself a five-year plan. I know I'm going to make it to where I want to. But I know what's stopping me from making it where I want to. Not mm-hmm. because I can find the pressure. You know what I said yesterday on my drive to Memphis? My yeah. homie said he would have came, but he had a job. But I told him, I was like, you you missing out on connections, man, that you could have met. So I told him this. I said, I said, is that job raising you or is it a cage to you? Facts. Dang. And that's a bar. Because yeah. facts, because we have been programmed to realize that we need these jobs to sustain our lives. Where, of course, there's some bills. When you get to a certain point, bills started massing, you get families, all that shit started accumulating. But eventually, it's at one point in time, when am I going to stop pouring eight to nine hours of my day into somebody else's dream when I know for a fact I got a surefire product? Uh, I just mm-hmm. have to pour my time into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and that's literally what it is. So I'm I tell talk- people every day, I tell people every day, I say, y'all better stop shitting on them temp job people because they smart. Shit, I got. I, I had a temp job. I had a temp job. I still got a temp. I can still go to my temp job. 
I can still go to that motherfucker in case all this other bullshit, in case I don't sell enough features, in case my business that I want to do every day don't work, I can still walk to that motherfucker and make a good 15 an hour real quick just because even though I don't like that shit, even though it feel like slave work to me, I'm like, if I want to go do what I can, but at the end of the day, you're not going to dictate my time for 15 an hour. I'm going to tell you when I want to come in if I need the 15 an hour, and I'm going to help you, and you're going to pay me for helping you. But you're not going to sit here and say... Oh no, you can't go out of town and wait, chase your dream. Oh no, you gotta be at work. That man, fuck no, what the fuck bro. you mean? Be at work for what? You that over here getting did, millions, bro. thousands of thousands a week, and I'm getting a hundred a, a day? No. That Hell shit no. Dead, bro. Like, I feel that 10,000%. It's just like, I see people whose stories, it was like, bro, I quit my job. I had a couple dollars in my name. I just made that shit work. And eventually, the consistency. Recording content, and I done taught myself editing to the point now where I'm like, I don't want to deal with hella people, but I could probably do that shit because it's really once I learn the game, it's not like, plugging in shit. Plugging in shit. I thought niggas was doing so much to make these videos to the point I got cold because I've been self-taught myself. I'm up to five in the morning to make that shit happen. I'm like, bro, this shit ain't shit. Like, just give you a camera, and I record my shit on the iPhone. But I got right. cameras. But it's just it's just teaching yourself the game. YouTube can teach you anything you want to know. If you want to learn a business and you can't figure it out, you ain't got to go to school. Just go take that shit in on YouTube. You know how to make crack on YouTube. You can on do me. anything on YouTube. Facts. I've been said that. I've been said that YouTube the new lying. teacher. It's, it's all YouTube about your dedication to your craft. That's yeah. all it is. Your dedication, your consistency to your craft. Right. How bad do you truly want it? I know for y'all being rappers, y'all first, y'all probably wrote, y'all can think it back to y'all first rhymes y'all wrote. You like, this shit was ass compared to what I can do now. Because you took that time to build. You took that time to learn. You took that time to read. Motherfuckers don't realize all that shit going to that. Being a lyricist rapper, you got, man, motherfuckers, you niggas be reading, all type of shit. You, you don't get all these words and how to, how to, and it's different between just rhyming shit and me rhyming something completely far-fetched. But it makes complete sense. Right. Everybody, you can put words together. We were just talking about that earlier. How easy it is to make a song that don't mean shit. Yeah. Today, all you need is a, all you need is two minutes, a fire beat, and something that people can relate to and bop their head to. It don't mean they got any substance, but you can make you can become you can have the number one hit like Soldier Boy. He ain't saying exactly. make it clap hella times and some random shit in between that don't make no fucking sense. But he right. Had, to how music, even though he made that type of music before it became that type of music, mm -hmm. but he adapted to how it was. Like, oh, I can make a three minute song, a minute and 50 seconds. Bet I'm gonna say make it clap for a minute of it. The other 50 is gonna be 10 up, 20 of it is the beat, the other 30 is the chorus. He the number right. one in the fucking country. She like that. See, she like that. And see, you know what though? Like, that's my biggest thing. My biggest goal is to be able to say that my music, in a way, See, see, I, I, I'm really trying to play chess with this shit, man. I really would like my music in a way and everything that I got going on. I would like for uh, I would like to play chess in a way to where people still feel like, yo, Darian hard. He turned up. He's still cool, but he's speaking about real shit. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I feel that, bro. And that's what you should do, because that's the you shouldn't have to deviate outside of what you want to do. Just because you're so enthralled with making it. Mm -hmm. I, 
you shouldn't compromise the type of music you make because you're trying to conform to society standards of how music is today. So you, you, you're willing to jeopardize your integrity of the music you make because you want to blow. Because so many people that blow, just like, it's not, you get that one song, it blew, it makes millions. But you realize that's not the formula you used to. You did right. one time. I don't know yeah. if I can replicate this again. It's so hard to replicate a hit song unless you know you got that gift. But, but you know what What else fuck with me, though? The thing that fuck with me the most and what really hit me why I realized I had to start traveling is because in St. Louis, if I wanted people to reciprocate me here, unfortunately, nine times out of ten, especially coming to the culture, I ain't talking about the pop side. I ain't talking about, no offense, let's say the white people in the suburban areas that get to listen to all the positive music. I'm talking about what the hood like. If I want to talk about, hey, I want the hood to like me and I want them to hear this message and I want to help move the hood towards something better, they not going to reciprocate me in St. Louis unless I'm talking about killing and catching bodies because St. Louis only glorifies killing. That's what they glorify. And I'll say this type of, uh, I'll give this type of analogy. In St. Louis, we glorify killing. In Atlanta, they glorify making money. There's a difference in the culture there. If you go to Atlanta, they glorify getting to a bag, making money, putting the, like they glorify that shit, making that bag. That's what they like to do. That's what they like to talk about. But if you come to St. Louis, that's not the topic of the song. That's not the topic of the environment. That's not what people are talking about. They always talking about, I got 30 in this block. I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to lay a body out. If you fuck with me, I'm killing you. Fuck you. We don't fuck with you. It's my homies over your homies. That's all they talk about. And you can see the difference in environment off of the music that the people of that area listen to. You can tell. Because when you go to Atlanta, they, they reciprocate what their music mirrors. You get what I'm saying? When you go to St. Louis, they reciprocate this. When you go to Chicago, they reciprocate that. If you go to Detroit, they reciprocate what they listen to is is almost a mirror image of what they are what they are listening to. You know what I'm saying? So my biggest thing is how can we say, okay. We not no bitch. We ain't soft or nothing. We ain't saying be soft. We ain't saying if somebody kill your peoples, don't, you know, do what you got to do. Don't handle your street business or whatever, whatever. But at the same time, we need a balance of some type of positive message as well because there's no balance here. It's all negative. Yeah, it's, and it's That's only a handful, bro. And it's crazy because you say that. I got two brothers in the building that rap as well. We got Steph What's good? Urkel, What's good with you, bro? And my bro, Nando. What's, What's your name, bro? What's up? Terrell Villas. Terrell Villas, man. Look, both of these, all of these brothers spit that positive lyricism to where they're giving you bars, but they're giving you a message as well. On me. So, so, bro, I mean, what do you want from people to take from your music and what's next for you? That's really the most, bro. Like, I want people to take a good message when they leave. Like, when people hear my music, I want them to say, I was mad, but what I'm mad for now. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I was uh, discouraged, but now I don't feel like that as much. I want people to realize, because I'm a very spiritual person. I believe in meditation and manifestation. I believe that, I put it like this. If you, if you walk in a room and you have a phobia of chairs, and there's chairs all over the room, you're going to have a really bad experience when you walk in that room because of what your mind told you to feel. What your mind told you is how you're going to feel when you walk in that room. If we could take the same mindset and look at the hood that we live in and take our mindset and say, okay, let's take away these phobias. Let's take away these fears. Let's take away this discouraging mindset and put positivity in our mindset so we can manifest more money, more connections, more businesses, more just more of all that 
because then once that happens the environment will change that's why i do something called motown mondays where i sing motown on mondays because i feel like the older music spoke um encouragement into the community when when the community needed it you know what i'm saying and then as you look through the 70s 80s 90s 2000s music slowly started becoming about encouraging and empowering people to sad to deep Priving and 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 talking shit about each other, which is cool. I get it. We joke with each other, but once again, there's not a balance. There's no, no bro, balance in it. No, bro, I agree. Because if you think about the origins of hip hop, when they first came out, it was all about building the community, black men in the community. What can you do? What can we do for our community? Well, you got public enemy, big daddy came, people like that, and then you go down the line. Now is it, it after when you got towards the mid nineties. Some people were selling that realm down to where it's number sex, money, and drugs. Because that's yeah. what's said. Nobody want to sell a positive message no more. Everybody right. like, well, shit, me talking about how I can build the youth and make me a million dollars on this track. But if I'm talking about disrespecting women or how I'm killing a motherfucker, that's going to get me to where I need to be. And that's I mean, I look, look at it like this, man. This shit is not, this is not by mistake man like the the hood is a business it's a very good business for the people that make like the entire business of america manipulates the hood because it's a manipulatable situation you understand what i'm saying you can make money out of the mindset by being able to lock people up because there's not opportunity there if 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 the hood had money the hood could go to court and battle their cases you know what I'm saying? You, the po- I guarantee you this. I tell people this all the time. I guarantee you that in 20 years, if Jerome can pay for his legal fees in court, and if that was a unlawful arrest that happened to them, and they could fuck around and get sued, and the and the and the jailhouse lose money off that situation, they gonna think ten times before they just harass Jerome. Facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just real shit. So, like I tell people all the time, the best thing we can do is continue to build our communities to make money here. So, we have power to fight these things in court. So, we have power to fight these stereotypical mindsets that brainwash these older generations from giving certain people jobs, from redlining environments and things like that, man. Like, it gets very deep. But I'm so deep into it that I'm trying to play chess with the mental game that they play. You know what I'm saying? That's what my job is. And I do feel like me being a white artist doing this is even more of a chess move with what I do. You get what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people like I got a song called The White Man that that's on my album that speaks about, you know, um, the 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 segregational mindset between black and white people that we don't even see that stops a lot of money from coming to this side. So it, it like I'm just I'm just trying to do a lot, man. But I, I ain't worried that. about the battle. I battle. It ain't nothing to me. Look, I heard that, bro. So look, where can people find information about you and your music? I mean, all, all y'all got to do is look up for right now. Well, like you said, there was Darian Saffron. That's all the shit I did with Strange. But if y'all want to look up anything new, just look up Darian SDL on any any platforms. The views are a lot slimmer. Only because of the fact that I literally went against my label and started it myself, and I've been building from scratch, rebranding myself from everything that they've been doing. I've completely rebranded myself with my own budget and everything. So everything I've been building has been 100% me. So I'm actually battling my old self 
because I'm battling those numbers. Because when people look my name up, they'll go to Darian Saffron first because it got 750,000 views, a million views, Tech 9 involved and all that. They'll go to that first. I'm battling that. If you look up Darian SCL, that's all my new shit. Turn up, bro, because I definitely checked it, but I fucks with your new shit. For real. Bro. I appreciate it. Old shit for real. So look at all. We got to talk about my bro Darian SCL, bro. I appreciate you for fucking with us, man. I appreciate you taking your time out to chop with us. We definitely got to connect, man. Definitely get out in this community and make some work. Damn right. Just let me know, man. It's a pleasure to be here. No problem, bro. You have a good evening. All right, man. So look, y'all, we're getting towards the end of our show, man. We've been rambling, doing our thug fizzle all night, man. We got to talk to my bro, Stefan Urkill. In case y'all don't know. What's good with y'all, man? If y'all ain't heard that Stallone track, I was blessed with the fortunate opportunity. I made a random post one day saying, somebody put me on a track, bro. I just want to talk my shit at the beginning. Yep. Like the old mixtape days. Everybody laughed. Everybody, he, he, nobody take me serious because I always joking and shit. One person inboxed me. My bro over here. He said, bro, what you mean by the by, by talking in, in the beginning of the tracks? And I was like, bro, I'm trying to do like the old DJ drama mixtape days, get mm-hmm. the opportunity to just talk. He said, if I book a studio time, can you be free? I said, you book the time, I'll make sure I'm free because I don't play with nobody money or time. And he said, he's like, give me a few days, I'll hit you up. Literally, maybe a day or two. He said, hey, bro, I'm going to go to this place on this day. At this time, can you be there? Say less. Because I don't care if... And shout, shout out to my support system that if I even got my child, I could drop him off. But he told me to be there. Even if I had to bring my son, I would have been there. Mm-hmm. And me and him went and I said, brother, let me hear the part you want me to do. And I'll go from there. He let me listen to it maybe two, three times. I had no idea. I talked to my girl the whole time. The whole, I'm like, bro, I don't know. Fuck I'm finna do for bro. I had no idea. Like at this point, I talk that shit. It's like when you talk, it's just like you talk to a chick on the phone, you like you hyping it up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, baby, I'm gonna get over there. I'm gonna flash your shit. Ooh, you get that on the way. The whole time you're like, damn, bro, I'll hype this shit up. Man. I don't know if I'm finna kill it like this. I'll be trying to fuck up on a minute. You get there, you get in the two minutes, you like, well, baby, look. Let me explain. <laughs> he gave me that time, and I was like, bro, I sat over there while he while he talking to the engineer, all that. I sat over this typing. He looked, he's like, bro, you ready? I was like, I think I got it. And I stood up, maybe did one, two takes, just because the sound didn't come out right. Mm-hmm. But from there, now I get the opportunity to perform at Pops, mm-hmm. a stage I would have never been on. Yeah. Because and, 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 and we done built that bond from there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for those who ain't never got to tap, tap in the bar, we can tell you, we got to the bar, man. What's been going on, man? I, I can't even tell them to let them know what you do because everybody should know what you do by now. But if they don't, just kind of give them a little synopsis of what you got going. All right, man. So, um, first off, I want to thank you again for even giving me the time to even come on here to help me promote and everything. Like how you said, we need to grow that relationship, and I appreciate you for it. Like, real, real talk. But um, first off, I'm, a, um, I'm an artist. You know, I rap. I do a little bit of uh, singing. I do co-production. I direct my own videos. I act. Uh, write movie scripts, man. Anything entertainment wise, I got something to to do with it, like for real. So I'm like a a jack. What what's what's that saying? It's a jack of all trades. That's 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 me, and I do everything well, you know, yeah. with it. And it don't take me no time. So, like a lot of my projects that you will see, them 15 minute videos and all this, that probably came up with them in five to you know ten minutes. That's like when I was talking to you that night. Yeah. 
and he was letting me know, you know, the video and stuff he was going to do. It's just that I was just downloading stuff in my brain right there. You know, it don't take me no time. It's just my God-given talent, you know, to do. On the spot, thoughts he came up with just for somebody. I was describing him by how I wanted the video. No, bro, he called me. All he did was tell me, be here at this time. We was already, we already on the same side of the river, so I made it easier. Right. He said, "Be here at this time. I need you." When he told me we was at the recording, he's like, "Man, I'm gonna do some ski mask." I was like, "Oh yeah, bro. I ordered one." Oh, I'm on the spot. website. Yep. I'm like, "Shit, I ordered one, bro." Like, I'm in this shit, like, cause I've always joked about, bro. I just want to get on somebody's track. Mm-hmm. I miss the mixtape days where niggas was just, and not even mixtapes, cause you had a DJ actually hosting your shit, mm-hmm. so we talked all through it. Right. But I, I got a daddy that's a poet. I used to freestyle, joke, rap. I do that shit by myself, but mm-hmm. I never took it serious because I didn't want to be a rapper. Because not only was the lane saturated, I didn't feel like I would give it my all and I don't play with nothing that's of the arts. So I didn't want to be in here joking. But he gave me the opportunity where I was like, well, I ain't got to rap. I can talk. Bet. Let's see what we can do. And we got it. He was like, bro, I don't need another take. Yeah, I, like, I had fine. faith. And I had faith in you before we even heard it. And you know, that's because, because, because he could have came, I could have been horrible. His, you know? <laughs> the song was already recorded; it was yeah. already done. When somebody invests their time and money into just letting you come add something to it, I was like, "Oh, bro, I have, I could." It was no rescheduling. Oh, yeah. It was no none of that. It sure was, was like, like yeah. Cool. I, I, I ain't have to record. I just booked a session for him to do his part. His song yeah. was done. He said, "Bro, I, just, I really feel like you can add something to it." He gave me the opportunity to do it twice. They gave me one part. He said, well, "Bro, I want you to do this part as well." I'm like, "Well, shit, let me hear that." Here, I wrote all this shit on my phone at the time. And we literally, I was like, bro, put me in the booth. Put me in the, put me in the headphone. And I was like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Media, talking on people's shit. That's what I'm telling people now. I told you the same thing. Just give me the time to talk. I'm going to talk my shit. I'll give you that intro. Or I want to do intro, skits, interludes, all of that. Uh, I got it. Okay. I don't need no, all you need to tell me is the direction your piece is going in. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make it do what it do from there. Yep. We're going to make it do what it do from there. So, bro, I mean, you got this. We talked about it a little bit. You got this concert coming up. Let yep. people know a little bit about that, how they can how they can purchase tickets and all of that. All right. So, you basically, you can go to the, the ticket web. You can put in, um, you know, Best Rapper Alive, uh, you know, concert uh, for Pops. Or make it way easier. And I feel like this is the easiest way is to get them from me uh, personally, you know, for real. So, you can hit me up. You can uh, cash at me as, man, look into my left right here, my boy Nando, he he got his and um but he gonna be in the show so he don't he don't need any but uh But no 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 Nando. no because what I'm gonna do because we ain't gonna I didn't wanna do it this episode, I wanna do it my next we got to the, the concert is on the twenty sixth. Uh-huh. So today is what? The ninth. Yeah, I got my episode uh, got a little on over two the weeks. Sixteenth and I got an episode on the twenty third. I'm going to buy two tickets. So y'all heard that. I'ma spend my even though I'm in the show. I did the same thing with uh, Nando shit. I had paid for a pod for me and my girl. Mm-hmm. Rav asked me to do it. I said, he said, well, we could refund you the money. I said, well, I'm going to still let my girl go. And maybe she won't take a friend. I don't want to take no money from y'all. Right. Because I, I, I bought it to support. Whether I came or not, I bought it to support. Mm-hmm. And that y'all gave me an opportunity to do what I want to do, I'll get somebody else a ticket. Y'all still keep the money. So even though I'm going to come out, I'm going to pop out there, I'm going to pull up. And that's, that's, that, that's literally, if I wanted to, I could leave my house and walk to Pops. It'll take maybe 30 minutes. I can walk to Pops. You that close. That's how close I am to Pops. Hey. I live, that shit is off Route 3. For those on the on the, the east side, Cokie area, I live off, 
I live right around the corner from Ralph. So, so in the car, that's five minutes. Five minutes. If you're on the <laughs> Illinois side, when you cross the bridge, get off at the Cahokia exit. Do not take it. You got to get off. You got to go through downtown to get on the MLK Bridge or the Eads Bridge. Don't take it from the normal 6444 way because uh-huh. they're doing construction, so you're going to go all out your way. Right. But if you get off at the Eads Bridge or the MLK Bridge, then, then go get off at Cahokia as soon as you get off. Pops is right there. You're going to see Pops. Yep. So I'd have been in there for somebody else's show. I can't wait to go to be on the stage for a second. I've been at the crib. I'm like, all right. Uh, Even though I ain't been at the Let me know when y'all practice, bro. Yeah, because we, we just love rehearsing before love, I came. Let me know, no, so but let me know like, that. I would love to come do it. I've never been on the stage. I don't like Most people don't know how I used to dance. I still can't get busy. But I'm a little older. But I'd have been on stage performing, doing all that type of shit. So I would love to come in there and practice with y'all because I don't want to feel like even though I have a minimal part of this one song, uh-huh. that I don't need to put in the same amount of effort. Oh, I'm going to let you talk your talk, though. That's me, though. It's going to be a little longer than the, that's, uh, that's just listen, the recorded listen. version. If it go past the recorded version, I'll talk my shit. I'm going to let you talk your talk. I'll do that. Give me the like, mic. It's a wrap. You're going to get your moment to shine. Sh- shout out to my sure. man Tweezy in the building because we always be talking about the podcast and the work. Tweezy gave me the first time to public speak since I've been doing this. I got to talk to a bunch of... I love kids. I love kids unless they ain't. A lot of them, some of y'all kids fucked up. I don't like y'all kids. <laughs> but Tweezy gave me the opportunity, and it literally, I felt only one kid was actually listening to me because she talked to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I was nervous that whole week coming up to that. And something happened. I don't know if I felt this. Oh, no, me getting off work late. The, day, the show was there. The whole event was damn near over. But I still said I made a commitment to pull up. I knew it. it started at three. It was three till like seven. I got off at seven. I still pulled up. Tweezy's like, well, shit, you still want to talk? The kids still here. I'm like, well, fuck it. I said I'll do it. I'm going to nail my word. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the chance to talk. And that was the first time out of all that I didn't feel nervous. Because kids gave me the opportunity to listen. And I was like, all right, bro, I can do this. So you give me the opportunity. And then we talked about another track. Uh, you know, yeah. he sent it to me. I was yeah, like, yeah, right, that's that's um, go. I ain't yeah. started writing now yet. But I know what I'm gonna do this week. But you know, it's gonna be that beast. But I'm I'm trying Did to bring back that show? era. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm saying, oh, uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, that, I am doing a uh, a piece of. But that's all I need uh, to do. For real, let but, me know what part I'm in. If I'm yeah. in that part of the piece, then I'll make sure I have my shit perfect before this. One thing, there's one thing me and this brother know. Learn it through the Masonic order. I learn how to memorize a script. Yes. I learned how to memorize something and perform it. You learn it, and then you perform it. People try to do it at the same time. If you don't know what you're saying, you can't perform what you're doing. Uh-huh. And that's one thing I learned from that. But as we was going, I'm a little tipsy. We rambling. <laughs> I'm buying two tickets over the next two episodes. I'm either I may do both of them in one episode, uh-huh. or I'm gonna do one per episode. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna make some posts for it. I want y'all to call in. Me and him gonna talk about. It. I want to either be it's either random trivia we gonna do. Or like 10th caller type shit. But I want y'all, if you go actually call in for the ticket, come. Because this brother Ted, me and him talk. He be, he be, I see him like, I was up doing edit videos 3, 4 in the morning. I see him liking shit. I'm like, okay, so he up on his craft. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Because I, 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 I sleep in my lap during the day, but I'm up to 5 in the morning editing videos yesterday. So I can make sure my shit get out on time. And I like when other people are doing that because I know they up. Perfecting their craft, marketing their brand, or doing something of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's that whole people don't sleep till you're dead, which I don't agree with. 
I like my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's stupid. You shouldn't, sleep, be, you shouldn't have to get money and compromise <laughs> your right. rest Me too. to but get when, money. But when you try, when you strive, but when you strive you until guy. you get to that point yeah. where you're making money in your yeah. sleep, you have to come. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. Oh, I sleep when I'm there. No, I'm going to sleep till I'm at my point. To where I could take my rest mm-hmm. and my money is still overflowing. Yeah. My That's craft be in my dreams. So me I too, wake up I, I wake up and be having to jot stuff down. If it's R and B, I have to actually do it on a voice memo and try to hear up and sing it. Because if you write it out when you wake Listen, up, I used to be a singer in the past. Not gonna say it so same you way. have to sing it at the I used to be a singer in the past life. <laughs> you have me and nigga come on some goofy singing on the track? <laughs> I got you. Hey, you know what? We might as well throw him on this song that all three of us gonna do. Yeah, so you can do Listen, that in your bro, talking your drama. We already yeah. got it, the whole formula right here. Yeah. I do my thug thizzle. So I mean, bro, outside of the tickets I'm a raffle, outside of the tickets you selling, where, where can people, if they, where, where can everybody kind of tap in, not only just the ticket sales, but to you and your music? Alright, so basically, um, shoot, all the, 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 the platforms, you know, that's out there, but I use YouTube, I use Facebook, um, and I, my most important one is my website, so it's uh, stephonarkill.com, where people can go on, uh, go on to that. But I just want to briefly just say, though, with anybody that's coming out to this this show, it's a reason why I got this show. Like, this, this shit went handed to me. Like, for real, I can't go pay for a slot to headline somewhere. I have to earn that shit. Like, I had to get, like, an A in every category and stuff for real. And for the ones that have seen me perform, that know anything about me, they know I do great. But my thing is, because it's, it's going to be two types of people that come to the show. It's going to be ones, A, they feel like you, um, they're going to feel like you overrated, like, for real, and that you might not be as good as what you saying you are. And two, it's going to be people that's, that's going to be expecting something great, mm-hmm. you know, for real. My thing is to answer neither question. I'm going to go above and beyond expectations. I have always done it my whole life. So if you expected something great, I'm going to blow your fucking mind, you know, for real. So everything I do, I do it live. So we got two keyboarders. I got a drummer coming here from uh, Vegas. He on tour right now. That's the only reason why he not uh, here. Keyboard is coming from Atlanta. Uh, four backup uh, singers with me. And, um, bro... When I tell you this is going to be the greatest shit on earth, and it's a reason why I titled that what it is, because and actually that's just being just a small section because I'm an artist. Rapper is just a, a small section in music. You know, like how Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, but he's a basketball player. That's one section in basketball. I want people to come out and see my full artistry, you know, for real. So you're going to get, we taking everything and recreating it. And I promise you this is going to be the, the greatest shit on earth. Like, for real. And I'm a man of my word, like the same way you said. So anybody come out and expect the, the greatest shit ever. That's a promise. Listen, people don't appreciate the art of live instrumentation. I love it. I'm, I'm one of them. I don't do clubs and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But when I do go out, I'll be on the east side. Shout out to Local Legends, Black Owned, uh, Black Owned Lounge. They do not Thursday through Sunday, live music. And I'm a big live music person. I've always been. I've been. I was in band, all that shit. I love to hear people perfect their art through instruments. Whether you on the drums. You was in the band, bro? Yeah, I ain't get to do it. In, I didn't do it in college. The only reason I didn't do it in college, one, because the first college I went to didn't have a band. I ended right. up going to an HBCU. But by that time, I was so burnt out. Mm-hmm. I went to a more predominant. Even though we had mixed culture, the band was more predominantly white. So we played music to that core band style. But if they gave me the style I wanted, right. I would have progressed. I played the saxophone for seven years. Ooh. Dang, for real? And I'm finna buy another one. 
to get back into it because I still remember. No, wow. bro, I'm gonna reteach myself yeah. everything. Like I can read music, all that shit. I play yeah. saxophone from the fifth grade to my graduation. Fun fact of the day. That's what's up. Look, Me people. Too. Look, yeah. people don't know. I know. I, I was in dance groups. Like I choreographed the odd dances and shit. I played the saxophone. The only reason I don't dance now is because I converted to skates. I'm mm-hmm. gonna dance on skates. I saw that. So now yeah. I just do that. But I should have put up, one and two together. But, but I should have known that from take, on take the skates yeah, off. I can still skate. do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. Yeah. But I love hearing live instruments where you can get a good drummer, a good keyboard player. That's why I go. If y'all ever get a chance, you especially you on the Illinois side, mm-hmm. you ever get a chance. Thursday through Sunday night, take a chick, local legends. And if I ever hear about my brother, shout out to Will Robinson, he playing, I'll post about it. Because if you guarantee to get some from the woman you love, <laughs> you take her to hear this nigga sing, if you don't get none of damn near before you make it to the house, Something ain't going right there. All right, so what you saying there, too, I'm just going to touch on that real quick. So on that stage, I got actual artists that are independent artists. And when I tell you, you do bring a lady, it's going to be that. So because supposed to be some vibe with live music. Yup. Because so, like, you, the stuff you play here from me, that's that's shit more colorful. Like, that's for the ear, too, here. But live, I do way more intimate music. So it's going to be rap. You're going to hear Neo, so you're going to hear gospel. You're going to hear some rock. You gon' you finna hear like five, six different genres from me in one show. You not finna just hear all straight rap. I'm a complete artist, so you finna see that at the at the show. This this finna be fire. I'm trying to tell people. That's why we trying to sell this motherfucker out. Do y'all practice at pops or y'all practice elsewhere? We've been practicing down the street on um uh, on, on Cherry well, Street. Know, we got the office. So like I said, I want to pull my weight. Even though my part is literally talking, but. Talk the way I said it, you got to still be on point mm-hmm. without skipping different parts in every way. Mm-hmm. But let me know, bro. I would love to be there just to watch the atmosphere. And like I said, I'll be working on my content. Mm-hmm. So I'll come and record the recording session and I can make you a dope ass video. Just so you record for personal use. Mm-hmm. I, I, I offer people certain shit just because I'm trying to build on my portfolio on content creation for me. Like I direct all my, like, I need all of y'all. I do a show called Karaoke Ish and More. Oh yeah, I need to Where get on there. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got. I'm doing an episode tomorrow with my nigga Poncho. Okay. But no, we're gonna do it, bro. Yeah. I literally I we ride around. We yeah. shoot. What we do is I'll talk to you about the first part. We probably could do a 30 minute video. Well, I'll talk to you about kind of what you do in your brand, mm-hmm. and then any random topics that just come up. I kind of listen to it to see which one we can pick to put in the episode. But at that point, we do a karaoke to where it could be somebody's actual song. Or if you perform, we could do one of your tracks. We could do do poetry, all this. My whole part in the karaoke is I'm your ad lib guy. Mm-hmm. I'm your backup. But if you want to do your own shit, wonderful. But if you want to do a karaoke song, I have my phone recording, but I have another iPhone sitting there that popped the lyrics. As long as Apple Music popped the lyrics across uh-huh. it, which most people do, we got that. Right. So I got one I'm doing right now. Shout out to my dog, Grease Gutter. From the Illinois side with the melanin moonlight. We we got an episode I'm editing right now. It's a little hard. I got another one I'm doing tomorrow. My fourth one with my co-host Melanie Marie just dropped uh, earlier this week. Fire. So tap in. I just did my review video. I got the karaoke issue more. I got ethnic issue more. I got ethnic ass reviews. To where I'm doing I'm doing reviews on people's music. Whether you got food, you got mm. like, send me something, bro. That's I'll dope. do it. Like I'm, I'm moving in that line because I realize. My whole issue with content creation was I ain't know how to edit. I'm not edit now. Mm-hmm. I have no excuses no more. Okay. So now I'm just doing whatever it is. If you got a video, 
to the song I'm listening to. I'm going to put the video in there so people can watch it. People can hear me, all that shit. So I'm trying to get in that lane, man. And we doing all that type of stuff. So look, bro, where can people get, not only, they already know where they can get the tickets. Where can they get tapped into the dope music that you make? Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was, so whatever you listen to it on the Apple, whatever, all that. Because I got a couple tracks on there. You, But y'all know recently what I had just did, though. I had released did it the old school way. I had released the, um, excuse me, the six, the, the prelude album. Yes. So it's just like it's a pre-album before my album album. But also, uh, like I was saying, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on, uh, on uh, uh, Facebook and also my website, uh, StephanaKill.com. Amen. Hey, look, y'all, I got a it up for my bro, Stephon Arkell, man. You look, shout out to Tweezy, because we've been drunk rambling. We a little bit of our time. Yeah. But I fuck with Tweezy because we and Tweezy on a different relationship as far as the podcasting because we see the vision of where this can go. And shout out, big, matter of fact, I got to get my DJ. Because that man be working. Shout out to Soldier by Blood. I told him once I got tapped in with him before, but shout out to Justin Kickett as well because I did all my podcasts for the most part with Justin mm-hmm. until the new studio opened and Tweezy was here. And I was like, me and Tweezy made me work once twice before it in just to fill in because just had something else to do but when you get tapped in with a like mind situation into mm-hmm. what you're doing me and Tweezy be here after hours confident like bro we can do this we can do that we can make shit shake all that type of stuff mm-hmm. so shout out to him shout out to uh, Soul Talk Nando in the building shout out yeah, to yes, sir. everybody said on, on the mic before I get Spitters up out of here, over here. well um, first I'm going to shout them out too uh, Soul <laughs> Talk Nando and uh, what's your name on the check again Straight spitters, man. Make sure y'all look them spitters. up, man. And uh, what's that? What's that new track? Again, Which my one? joint. Uh, Summer snow. Summer snow, uh, man. Yeah, Make yeah. sure y'all go I cop that and listen to that ASAP, man. That's yeah. a hit. When the video, that's so a hit. Get my skater. We gonna we gonna shoot it next month. We that's gonna, we gonna shoot it next Hopefully month. Hopefully, it ain't the weekend of the twenty third. Nah, nah, it's gonna be earlier in the month. My uh, my sister yeah. and her husband coming into town, and he a skater too. You know, and it's gonna be a skating video, okay, so good. I wanted him. He a, he, a, he a nice skater. I want I'm you to meet him. Skate on Venice Beach, yeah. so I ain't wanna yeah. miss that. But if I had yeah. to, I understand. Appreciate that. But yeah, everybody said their name, man. Where they can find you? Yep. Yeah, well, sure. well, I'm just gonna. I'm Stephon and Kel, man, and I represent the six side. Yep. Yo, it's Soul Talk Nando. You know what I'm saying? Just get on YouTube, type in Soul Talk Nando. I pop up. You see me killing Quiet Storm or something like that. I know I say it all the time, but I did kill that instrumental, if Facts. you want to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do spoken word, too. Catch me on the 19th. Yeah. Here at 7116 South Broadway doing some spoken word and some music. Yes, with my sir. man Terrell, you know what I'm saying? We're going to yes, be sir. on stage performing. And, hey, that's what it is. Hey, shout out to other Nando, Nando STL, too. Shout out to my dog, Nando yeah, Shout out to Nando. Allowing me to do all his media coverage type shit. Right. Uh, first off, shit, shout out to everybody in the room, man. Yeah. Uh, everybody brought something different. Everybody got something different to offer, and I think uh-huh. that's the beauty of the city. Uh, right now, I have no music out. Like I said, uh, Nando piggybacking off what my bro said. Uh, we working on a collaboratory album. I just finished my solo. I'm uh, mastering. I got a lot of heat coming at the end of the year, so it's, it's going to be a warm winter for sure. And uh, I think uh, y'all just got to be patient. Uh, like I say, Nando cooking up, Stefan cooking up, man. Uh, the city got definitely something to offer. So yeah, even if y'all don't just tap in with with us three, man, just check St. Louis out, man. Check East St. Louis out, St. Louis area. Period, man. St. Louis got some jewels in it. Yeah. I promise, every man in this room can stand on that. Oh, every nice. man in this room Big is facts. talented. Mm-hmm. Artist, God bless, man, and we appreciate y'all. 
I want to shout out to my first guest that came on tonight, OG, Uncle Jam, Sid Johnson, dropping them jewels on us, man. Me and him definitely going to have to talk offline because I definitely can see he got some knowledge and wisdom within the, within the industry. Shout out to Darian STL, formerly known as Darian Saffron, man. Shout out to him calling in. Once again, shout out to Stefan Urkel for being our other guest. Shout out to Nando popping up for the guest host. Shout out to Terrell for coming in the building, guest co-host as well, man. It's your boy, Nico the Great. Make sure y'all tune in next week. I represent, I call this my LU takeover for those that do know and don't know. I graduated from Lincoln University in Missouri, okay. Jefferson okay. City. And so I got I got three Lincoln, three Lincoln people coming on next week. Shout out to my dog, Bear Bear of Arm Brothers Security. Shout out to the homegirl, Denise Cochran. Uh, Denise Cochran Rives, author day. She got a couple books she done wrote in the past. She had about two, three books. So okay. we're going to talk to her about that. Shout out to the homegirl, Kelly Poe, a black millennial mental health. So she's going to talk to us about her brand, the upcoming mm. Expo event fair that they got going. She out in the Texas area. She's going to talk to us about that, man. So look, it's your boy, Nico the Great, Ethnic Issue More. We finna get out this thing. Yes, sir. Let's go. Six set. Drop top, Lambo, reload, ammo, war paint, camo, AR, Rambo! Look, Sylvester is hard to settle, foot on the pedal, whipping in the jet and vendetta, itching beside the rattle, will I ever make it? Let's face it, I'm thinking all's a little, but I keep on chasing, I'm chasing up on the dog ahead of Monumental, I'm meant to say that I'm monumental, ripping a bunch of rental, they triple pissing, they bought in denim, beating my instrumental, the pencil pictures of godly treasure, put the desert eagle on the devil, blow a party's devil, keeping it simple, I stick and move on the beef and critics, heat a grip and squeezing the peace, unleashing the beast within, Zeta's printing my sneakers up on your cheek and chin, plead the fifth on the muzzle, they never speak again, hate to sin, but amiga sick with an evil twin, leader in a rum mix, rebel, I wear my cheetah skin, call me Wilson, I'm swinging beef in the second inning, running base to base at the home plate, I find the devil sitting, reminiscing of innocence while the menace sickens, exhibition twitching my network until my head is spinning, Eddie's different, him at the Pedestal, edible dead and with it. Demolition, pressing my head, ignition with ammunition. But a him and turn into victim. We shift in set position. Edible cannon vision for enemies if they match your description. Matter of fact, that they bitching. I'll think I'll practice the vision. I cut them half and I'm washing them my logistics. Boy, I'm actually tripping, buzzing a rap in the kitchen. The fact is, I'm winning, grinning, whipping it back to the critics. I make them yak in the civic. Cause see, my tactical rhythm can do a lap in a minute. I'll run you fitted. Be from the mission, I'm animalistic. True, like Mufasa. I load on my gun, I gotta be on them. Dudes up to pop I Get in my chopper to some of the lava rainbow. I pop off. Had to be coming and giving a bucket of chops at the charge. Deep water, I keep on them. My teeth carving if I keep starving I eat carcass to lethargic Is it me talking the beast knocking I hear nonsense but I keep drawing it Sheer marking you near lost it Lebanese, we breathe carbon. Now in these streets, we pedal feet like Chief Spartan. How do we beef? We settle heat with three options. Three rocket shots to the Middle East bombing. Drop top, Lambo, reload, ammo, war paint, camo, AR, Rambo. Drop top, Lambo, reload, ammo, war paint, camo. AR Rambo Eric Hill, I'm Tony Starks I pack iron Bricks in the trunk Like free throws And Shaq trying The black king With the black diamond A black lion AR Shoot for the stars They think I back science Best rapper alive Not even half trying Double birds Stand down the nose Who want a bad sinus New coupe And I double coated Like bad climbers In my own lane No Nissan We pathfinders Rip darker than Darth Vader The Lord save them Boy I get it jumping Like car cables They all fables Jesus Shang is the Lord able My balls fatal Yell at hallelujah Holy ghost from the Lord Take them No top to coupe White this Caucasian Life is a bitch But beautiful so not late, the niggas pussy like 
nine months to die late. And stuff been fly like back forward, I'm God rain. Ghost rises, premonition, and intervention. Try to get the single like new edition and make addition. In the wheel black and Johnny Gillard, I new edition. Ray Charles, make bitches wonder, I got that 20 vision. Disturb the beast on my looter mission. I shoot them bitches, hands on the chopper, they fuck the 40 like Cougar visits. Try to talk to Medulla, missile, do do them bitches. 12 inch bullets, my ruler missing, I swoop them bitches. Fuck Orlando, my match Johnson like voodoo bitches. No, fuck Orlando, my match Johnson, I shoot them bitches. Riding around the city with Steph Curry, my shooters different. ARs, looking like Oopa Loopas, I blew them bitches. I keep the peace, but the Buddhist missing. I shoot them bitches, boy, don't ever cross me like crucifixes. The Buddhist listen. Van Trust never knew the difference, but superstitious. New knife, leaping them superstitions. I shoot them bitches. Six. Drop top, Lambo, reload, ammo, war paint, camo, AR. you've always wanted to try while well, you're there sharing plates with just one bite or on second thought maybe not sharing it's that good when you're with amex it's not if it's going to happen but when american express don't live life without it can you read it's a ethnic issue more tv with your ass she is <laughs> 